Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Pastor Jay here for the full 180. I'm so glad that you're with me this morning. Those of you who are here for communion, I'm so glad that uh, you could join us. And uh, just going to let people kind of jump on. I, I think I got on just a little on the early side. But uh, <clears throat> just going to wait for you a little bit. And uh, there we go. I see Facebook is on. YouTube is on. I know I'm on Instagram. And uh, uh, hi, Carly Liz. Tucson on Instagram. She's on with me every day. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray for a little bit. Let's just pray, Lord. We just come before you now, Lord. We honor you. We praise you. We glorify your name, Lord. I thank you. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you for your, for your sacrifice for dying on the cross. We thank you that you came down just for us, Lord. You came down just for us. And <clears throat> you became like your creation that we might be saved. Lord, I thank you for your blood. Lord, right now we just ask that you would cleanse us. Lord, that you would wash us. Lord, that you would, that you would uh, wash every sin. Lord, cleanse the thoughts of my mind of my heart, Lord, the, the words of my mouth. Lord, I ask today, Lord, that, that, that anything that I said that might be displeasing, Lord, that you would forgive, Lord. We repent and we turn away from those things, Lord, and we chase and run after you. Lord, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that you allow us to come before your throne, Lord. We don't have to go through a priest or go through a mediator. Lord Jesus, you are our mediator. And I just ask right now that you would just wash and cleanse. Lord, we thank you, Lord. And I just plead the blood over every single one of us now, over every one of us now in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Lord, and it says in your word, that you took the bread and you broke it, and then you had blessed it, Lord. And right now, Lord, we bless this. We thank you for your provision, Lord, both physically and spiritually. And it says that you broke it and you gave it and you told your disciples every time you come together, as often as you do, do this in remembrance of me. Come on, let us remember and memorialize the, the, the broken body of Jesus now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your body broken for us. Lord, we thank you that you so sacrificially, Lord, obeyed the Father. And you, <clears throat> you, you took those stripes on your back, Lord, for our sickness. Lord, we can't thank you enough. <clears throat> and it says that in the same way he took the cup and he blessed it, Lord, and we thank you. For this representation, Lord, though, even though it's just juice, Lord, this representation of your blood that was shed. And he said, this is the blood of my new covenant, which I make with you today for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world, not just of the Jewish people. Let me, sorry, I lost connection here with, not just, one second. Not just the Jewish people, but with all mankind, all his creation, 
Lord, we thank you for your bloodshed. Lord, we thank you for your sacrifice. Lord, we thank you that you poured out your blood for us, that your side was pierced. And I just thank you now, Lord, for the remission of my sins, Lord. We ask that you would cleanse us and wash us, Lord, and we give you all the glory, Jesus. Come on, let's take the representation of the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for your body that was broken, Lord, and your blood that was shed. We can never say thank you enough, Lord. We can never say thank you enough. Well, this is Pastor Jay. We just took communion. I want to welcome you to the full 180. We are going through the Bible in 180 days, six months, and we are in Joshua. Yes, this is a fantastic chapter. And I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. So grateful for those of you who have been with me from the beginning. We have come a long way. We still have a long way to go. But I hope and I I know, I don't even hope, I know this has been life-changing for you because it's been life-changing for me just being able to share this with you and to take communion every day. And uh, so let us go ahead. We are going to start. We are in Joshua 4, and it says Memorial Stones from Jordan. Here we go. So it was when all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, take for yourselves the 12 men chosen from among the people, one man from each tribe and command them, pick up for yourself 12 stones, one each from from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet are standing firm. Carry them over with you and lay them down at the place where you will spend the night tonight. Then Joshua Then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the sons of Israel, one man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, cross over again to the ark, cross over again to the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. And each of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, so that this may be a sign among you that when your children ask later, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall say to them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall become a memorial for Israel forever. So the 12 men chosen from the sons of Israel did as Joshua commanded. They took up 12 stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, just as the Lord had spoken to Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they were spending the night and put them down there. Then Joshua set up a second momentum monument of 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan at the place where the feet of the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing. And they are there to this day for the priests who carried the Ark were standing in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to tell the people in accordance with everything that Moses had commanded Joshua. The people hurried and crossed the dry riverbed. And when all the people had finished crossing the Ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in the presence of the people, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed for battle before the other sons of Israel, just as Moses had spoken to them about 40,000 men armed and equipped for war crossed for battle before the Lord to the desert plains of Jericho. On that day, the Lord magnified and exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel. So they feared him 
with profound awe and reverence, just as they feared Moses all the days of his life. Now the Lord said to Joshua, order the priest to carry the Ark of the Testimony to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priest saying, come up out of the Jordan. When the priests who carried uh, carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the midst of the Jordan, the soles of their feet were raised up onto dry land. The waters of the Jordan returned to their place and flowed over all its banks as before. Now the people came up before the uh, from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho and whose twelve stones, <clears throat> sorry, which they had taken from Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. He said to the sons of Israel, when your children ask their fathers in, in time to come, what do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know, Israel, cross this Jordan on dry ground, for the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan until uh, for you until you crossed over, just as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us and we had crossed, so that all the peoples of the earth may know without any doubt and acknowledge that the hand of the Lord is mighty and extraordinarily powerful so that you will fear the Lord your God and obey and worship him with profound awe and for, uh, reverence forever. Now it happened when all the kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to the west and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over. Their hearts melted in despair and there was no fright, uh, fighting spirit in them any longer because of the Israelites and what God had done for them. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make for yourselves flint knives and circumcise the new generation of the sons of Israel as was, as was done before. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at Gibeath Haraloth. This is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war, had died in the wilderness along the way after they left Egypt. All the males who came out were circumcised, but all the males who were born in the wilderness on the way as they left Egypt will, had not been circumcised. For the Israelites walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, that is the men of war, who came out of Egypt died because they did not listen to the voice of the Lord. To them the Lord had sworn an oath that he would not let them see the land which he had promised to their fathers to give us a land of abundance flowing with milk and honey. So it was their, <clears throat> so it was their uncircumcised sons who he raised up in their place, whom Joshua circumcised, pardon me, because circumcision had not been performed on the way. Then when they had finished circumcising all the males of the nation, they stayed in their places in the camp until they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, this day I have rolled away the reproach, derision, ridicule of Egypt from you. So the name of the place is called Gilgal, rolling to this day. While the Israelites camped at Gilgal, they observed the Passover on the evening of the 14th day of the month in the desert plains of Jericho. <clears throat> on the day after Passover and on, the, on that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grain. And the manna ceased on, that, on the day after they had eaten some of the produce of the land so that the Israelites no longer had manna, but they ate some of the produce of the land of Canaan during that year. Now when Joshua was by Jericho, he looked up and behold, a man was standing opposite him with his drawn sword in his hands. And Joshua went to him and said unto him, are you for us or are you our, for our adversaries? He said, no, rather I have come now as captain of the army of the Lord. Then Joshua fell with his face toward the earth and bowed and said to him, what does my Lord have to say to his servant?
The captain of the Lord's army said to Joshua, remove your sandals from your feet because the place where you are standing is holy, set apart for the Lord. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was a fortified city with high walls and was tightly closed because of the people's fear of the sons of Israel. No one went out or came in. The Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and its mighty warriors. Now you shall march around the city, all the men of war, circling the city once. You shall do this once each day for six days. Also, seven priests shall carry seven trumpets made of ram's horns ahead of the ark. Then on the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets when they make a long blast with a ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all of the people shall cry out with a great shout, battle cry, and the wall of the city will fall down in its place. And the people shall go up, each man going straight ahead, climbing over the rubble. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called for the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and have seven priests carry seven trumpets made of ram's horns ahead of the Ark of the Lord. He said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men go ahead of the Ark of the Lord. So it was, and that, the, and that when Joshua had spoken to the people... The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets made of ram's horns went went on before the Lord and blew the trumpets. Then the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went behind them. The armed men went in front of the priests who blew the trumpets. And the rear guard came after the Ark while the priests continued to blow the trumpets. But Joshua commanded the people, you shall not shout the battle cry, nor let your voice be heard, nor let a word come out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. So Joshua had the ark of the Lord taken around the city on the first day, circling it once, and then came back into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua got up early in the morning on the second day, and the priest took up the ark of the Lord, the seven priests carrying seven trumpets made of rams, horns, ahead of the ark. The Lord went on continually blowing the trumpets and the armed men went ahead of them and the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while the priests continued to blow the trumpets. On the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. Then on the seventh day, they got up early at daybreak and marched around the city in the same way seven times. Only on the day they marched around the city seven times on the seventh time when the priests had blown the trumpets. Joshua said to the people, shout for the Lord has given you the city, the city and everything that is in it shall be under the ban, shall be under the ban that is designated to be destroyed as a form of tribute to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all the people who are with her in her house shall be allowed to live because she hid and protected the messengers, scouts, whom we sent. But as for you, keep yourselves away from the things under the ban which are to be destroyed so that you do not covet them and take some of the things under the ban for personal gain and put the camp of Israel under the ban doomed to destruction and bring disaster upon it. All the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron are wholly consecrated to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted and shouted the battle cry and the priests blew the trumpets. When the people heard the sound of the trumpets, Trumpet, they raised a great shout and the wall of Jericho fell down so that the sons of Israel went up into the city, every man straight ahead, climbing over the rubble and they overthrew the city and they utterly destroyed everything that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword. But Joshua said to the two men that had spied out the land, go into the prostitute's house and bring the woman and all that she has out of there as you have sworn to her. So the men, the spies went in and brought 
out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brothers and everything she had. They also brought out all her relatives and allowed them to stay outside the camp of Israel at Gilgal during the time required for ceremonial cleansing. Then they completely burned the city and everything that was in it. They put only the silver and the gold and the articles of bronze and the iron into the treasury of the house, tabernacle of the Lord. So Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with the father's with her father's household and everything she had, and she lived among Israel to this day because she hid the messenger scouts whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Then Joshua made them take an oath that, that at that time, cursed before the Lord is the man who rises up and rebuilds this city, Jericho, with the loss of its firstborn, he shall lay its foundation, and with the loss of its youngest, he shall set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. Israel is defeated at Ai, but the sons of Israel acted unfaithfully and violated their obligation in regards to the things off limits under the ban, those things belonging to the Lord. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah from the tribe of Judah, took some of the things under the ban for personal gain. Therefore, the anger of the Lord burned against the Israelites. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which which is near Beth-Avon, east of Bethel, and said to them, go up and spy out the land. So the men went up and spied out Ai. Then they returned to Joshua and said to him, do not make all the people go up to fight. And uh, fight, have only about 2,000 or 3,000 men go up and attack Ai. Do not make the entire army go up there for they of Ai are few. So about 3,000 men from Israel, the sons of the sons of Israel went up there, but they fled in retreat from the men of Ai. The men of Ai killed about 36 of Israel's men and chased them from the gate as far as the bluffs of Shebarim and struck them down as they descended the steep pass. So the hearts of the people melted in despair and began to doubt God's promise and became like water disheartened. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell on his face downward on the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening, he and the elders of Israel with great sorrow, and they put dust on their heads. Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought this people across the Jordan at all? Only to us, only to hand us over to the Amorites and destroy us? If only we had been willing to live beyond the Jordan. O Lord, what can I say now that the army of Israel has turned back in retreat and fled before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear about it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what will you do for your great name to keep it Keep it from dishonor. So the Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why is it that you have fallen on your face? Israel has sinned. They have also transgressed my covenant, which I command them to keep. They have even taken some of the things under the ban and have both stolen and denied and denied the theft. Moreover, they have also put the stolen objects among their own things. That is why the soldiers of Israel could not stand and defend themselves before their enemies. They turned their backs and ran before them because they have become accursed. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy the things under the ban from among you. Rise up, consecrate the people and say, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. For thus the Lord, <clears throat> the Lord, the God of Israel, there are things under the ban among you, O Israel. You cannot stand victorious before your enemies until you remove the things under the ban from among you. In the morning you shall come forward with your tribes, and it shall be that the tribe which the Lord chooses by lot shall come forward by families, 
and the family which the Lord chooses shall come forward by separate households, and the household which the Lord chooses shall come forward man by man. And it shall be that the one who is chosen with the thing is under the ban shall be killed, and his body burned with fire, he and all that belongs to him, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he has done a disgraceful and disobedient thing in Israel." the sin of Achan. So Joshua got up early in the morning and had Israel come forward uh, by tribes. And the tribe of Judah was chosen by Lot. And he had and he had the families of Judah come forward. And the family of the Zerahites were chosen. And he had the family of the Zerahites come forward man by man. And Zabdi was chosen. He brought his household forward man by man. And Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was chosen. Then Joshua said to Achan, my son, I implore you, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and give praise to him in recognition of his righteous judgments. And tell me how what you have done. Tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. So Achan answered Joshua and said, In truth, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, and this is what I have done. When I saw among the spoils in Jericho a beautiful robe from Shinar, south of southern Babylon, and 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, I wanted them and took them. Behold, they are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent and they saw the stolen objects hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. And they took them from the tent and brought them to Joshua and to all the sons of Israel and spread them out before the Lord. Then Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, the silver, the royal robe, and the bar of gold, his sons, his daughters, his oxen, his donkeys, his sheep, his tent, and everything that he had. And they brought them up to the valley of Achor, uh, disaster. Joshua said, why have you brought disaster on us? The Lord will bring you disaster this day that all Israel stoned them to death with stones. Afterward, they buried their bodies in the fire, burned their bodies in the fire. Then they piled up over him a heap of a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from the, his, turned from the fierceness of his anger. Therefore, the name of that place has been called Valley of Accor, disaster to this day. The conquest of Ai. Now the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear or be dismayed, intimidated. Take all the men of war with you and set out. Go up to Ai. See, I have given the king, given you, given the king of Ai, his people, his city and his land into your hand. You shall do the same to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king, except that you shall take only its spoil and its cattle as plunder for yourselves. Set up an ambush for the city behind it on the west side. So Joshua set out with all the people of war to go up against Ai. When then Joshua <clears throat> chose 30,000 valiant men and sent them out at night, he commanded them saying, listen closely, you're to go and lie in wait and ambush the city from behind it. Do not go very far away from the city, but all of you be ready. Then all, then and I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. <clears throat> and when they come out to meet us for battle, as they did the first time, we will run away from them and they will come out after us until we have lured them away from the city because they will say they, ha they are running from us as they did before. So we will run from them. Then you will merge from the ambush and take possession of the city for the Lord your God will hand it over to you. When you have taken the city, you shall set it on fire and you shall do exactly as the Lord commanded. See, I have commanded you. So the Lord sent, jo uh, I'm sorry, so Joshua sent them off and they went to the place for the ambush and stayed hidden between Bethel and Ai. 
on the west side of Ai, but Joshua spent that night among the people in Gilgal. Now Joshua got up early in the morning and assembled the people and went up with the elders of Israel before the people to Ai. Then all the fighting men who were with him went up and in and advanced in, and arrived in front of the city and camped on the north side of Ai. Now there was a ravine between them and Ai, and Joshua took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. So they stationed the people, all the army of the main encampment that was north of the city and their rear guard on the west side of the city. And Joshua spent that night in the valley. Now when the king and the people of Ai saw it, the men of the city hurried and got up early and went out to meet Israel in battle, the king and all his people at the appointed time and place before the desert plain of Arabah. <clears throat> but they did not know that there was an ambush against him waiting behind the city on the west side. So Joshua and all, the is all Israel pretended to be defeated by them and ran toward the wilderness. Then all the people who were in the city called together to pursue them, and they pursued Joshua and were lured away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who had not gone out after Israel. So they left the city open and unguarded, and they pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Reach out with your spear that is in your hand and point it toward Ai, for I will give it into your hands. So Joshua reached out with his with the spear in his hand and pointed it toward the city. The men in ambush emerged quickly from their hiding place. And when Joshua stretched out his hand, they ran and entered the city and captured it and quickly set the city on fire. When the men of Ai turned back and looked, behold, the smoke of the city was ascending toward the sky and they had no opportunity to run this way or that way. Then the people who had been running in the wilderness turned back toward the pursuers. When Joshua and all Israel saw that the men in ambush had taken the city and that the smoke of the city was ascending, they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. Then the others came out of the city to confront the men of Ai as they returned, so that they were trapped. They were trapped in the midst of Israel, some of this side, some on that side. Then Israel struck them uh, until none of them survived or escaped. But they took the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the field in the wilderness where they pursued them, and they had all fallen by the edge of the sword until they were destroyed, then all Israel returned to Ai and struck it with the edge of the sword. And all who had fell that day, both men and women, were 12,000. All the people of Ai, for Joshua did not withdraw his hand, <coughs> with which he stretched out the spear until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Israel took only the livestock and the spoil of that city as plunder for themselves, according to the word of the Lord, which he had commanded Joshua. So Joshua burned Ai and made a rubbish heap forever and a desolation under the, to this day. He hanged the body of the king of Ai on a tree, leaving it there until evening. At sunset, Joshua gave a command that they should take the body down from the tree and dumped it at the entrance of the city gate and and piled a great heap of stones over it that stands, that stands to this day. Then Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the sons of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones on which no one was yielded, <coughs> which no one has wielded an iron tool, and they offered it on burnt offered it burnt offerings on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings and there in the presence of the sons of Joshua Joshua wrote on the stones a copy of the law of Moses which Moses had written all Israel the stranger as well as the native born among them with the elders and the officers and their judges stood on either side of the ark before the Levitical priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord half of them stood in front of Mount Gerizim 
and the other half in front of Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded at first to bless the people of Israel. And then afterward, Joshua read all the words of the law and blessed and cursed, sorry, the blessing and curse, according to all that was written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses had commanded, which Joshua did not read before the entire assembly of Israel, including the women and the children and the foreigners who were living among them. <clears throat> the guile of the Gibeonites. <clears throat> now, when all of the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland, at the western edge of the hills of Judea and all along the coast of the great Mediterranean Sea, toward Lebanon, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Canaanite, and Perizzite, the Hivite, and Jebusite, heard this, heard of this army and its victories over Jericho and Ai, they gathered together with one purpose to fight Joshua and with Israel. But when the people of Gibeon, the Hivites, heard that Joshua had done at Jericho and Ai, they too acted craftily and cunningly and set out and took along provisions, but took worn out sacks on their donkeys and wineskins, leather bottles that were worn out and split open and patched together and worn out and patched sandals on their feet and worn out clothes with all their supply for of food was dry and had no uh, and had turned to dry and had turned to crumbs. They went to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal and said to him and the men of Israel, we have come from a far country. So now take us covenant treaty with us. But the men of Israel said to the Hivites, perhaps you are living within your land, our land. How can, how then can we make a covenant treaty with you? They said to Joshua, we are your servants. Then Joshua said to them, who are you and where do you come from? They said to him, your servants have come from a far country that is very far away because of the fame of the Lord your God. We have heard the news about him and all his the remarkable things that he did in Egypt and everything that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan and Sihon and the king of Heshbon and Taog and the king of Bashan uh, who lived in Ashtaroth. So our elders and all the residents of our country said to us, take provisions for the journey and go and meet the sons of Israel and say to them, we are your servants. Now take now make a covenant treaty with us. This bread of ours was hot fresh when we took it along as our provisions from our houses on the day we left you left to come to you. Now look, it is dry and has returned to crumbs. These wineskins which we filled were new, and look, they are split. Our clothes and our sandals are worn out because of the very long journey that we had to make. So the men of Israel took some of their own provisions and offered them in friendship and foolishly did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant treaty with them to let them live. And the leaders of the congregation of Israel swore an oath to them. It happened that three days after they had made the covenant treaty with them, the Israelites heard that they were actually their neighbors and that they were living among them. The sons of Israel set out and came to their cities on the third day. Now the cities of the Hivites were Gibeon and uh, Chephirah and Beroth, Beroth and Kiriath Jearim. But the sons of Israel did not strike them because their leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord God of Israel to spare them. And all the congregation murmured, expressing great dissatisfaction against the leaders. But all the leaders said to the whole congregation, we have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. So now we cannot touch them. This is what we will do with them, do to them. We will let them live. So... <clears throat> so that the wrath of God does not come upon us for violating the oath which we have sworn to them. The leader said to them, let them live as our slaves. So they became the cutters 
and gatherers of firewood and water carriers for the entire congregation, just as the leaders had said to them. Joshua called the Hivite men and said, Why did you deceive us, saying you live very far away from you? Uh, we live very far away from you, when in fact you live among us. <clears throat> now therefore you are cursed, and you shall always be slaves, both cutters and gatherers of firewood and water carriers for the house of my God. They replied to Joshua and said, Because your servants were told in no uncertain terms that the Lord your God commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all the land's inhabitants before you, we feared greatly for our lives because of you, so we did this deceptive thing. Now look, we are in your hands. Do to us as it seems good and right in your sight, so that it is so that it is so that is what he did to them. He rescued them from the hand of the Israelites, and they did not kill them. Now on that day, Joshua made them cutters and gatherers of firewood and water carriers for the congregation and the altar of the Lord, and to this day in the place which we he would choose. Chapter 10, last chapter. Five kings attacked Gibeon. When Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had captured Ai and had utterly destroyed it, as he had done in Jericho and its king, and so he had done in Ai and its king, and that he, the residents of Gibeon and had made peace with Israel and were living among them, he and his people feared greatly because Gibeon was a great city, like the one of the royal, like one of the royal cities, because it was a greater that it was greater than Ai. And all its men were mighty. So Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, sent word to Hoham, king of Hebron, and to Piram, king of Jarmuth, and to Japhia, king of Lachish, and to Debir, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me, help me, and let us attack Gibeon with a combined army, because it has let us attack Gibeon with a combined because it has been made peace with Joshua and with the sons, people of Israel. Then the five kings of the Amorites and the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron and the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish and the king of Eglon gathered together, went up <coughs> they, with all their armies and they camped by Gibeon and fought against it. So the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua at the camp of Gilgal saying, do not abandon your servants. Come up, come up to us quickly and save us and help us for all five kings, the kings of the Amorites who live in the hill country have assembled against so Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him and all the men of valor. The Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them because I have given them into your hand. Not one of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly, surprising them by marching uphill all night from Gilgal. And the Lord cursed them to panic and to be confused before Israel. He struck them dead in a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that goes up to Beth Horon and struck them as far as Ezekah and Makeda. Makeda, Makeda, whatever. And as they fled before Israel, Makeda, I think that's how, Makeda, I think it is. While they were in the, in the, at the descent of Beth Horon, the Lord threw down large stones of hail from heaven on them as far as Azekah, and they died. More Amorites died because of the hailstones than those whom the sons of Israel killed with the sword. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord on the day. When the Lord handed over the Amorites to the sons of Israel, and Joshua said in the sight of Israel, Sun, stand still at Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Aijon. <clears throat> so the sun stood still, and the moon stopped until the nation of Israel took vengeance upon their enemies. It is not written in the book of Joshua, 
so that, is it not written in the book of Jashar? So that the sun stood still in the middle of the sky and was in no hurry to go down for about a whole day. There had not been a day like that before it or after it, when the Lord listened to the heed of the voice of, the, of a man, for the Lord was fright, fighting for Israel. Then Joshua and all of Israel with him returned to the camp at Gilgal. Victory at Makeda. Now these five Amorites, kings, Amorite kings fled and hid themselves in the cave of Makeda, cave at Makeda. And Joshua was told the five kings have been found and hidden in the cave of Makeda. Joshua said, roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and assign the men to guard it by it to guard them. Do not stay there yourselves. Pursue your enemies and attack them from the rear. Do not allow them to enter their cities for the Lord your God has given them into your hand. Now when Joshua and the sons of Israel had finished striking the Amorites dead in a very great defeat until they were wiped out and the surviving remnant among them had entered the fortified cities, all the people returned to the camp to Joshua and at Makeda in peace. No one uttered a threatening word against any of the sons of Israel. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave and bring out to me those five Amorite kings from the cave. And they did so and brought these five Amorite kings out of the cave to him, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Zachish, and the king of Eglon. When they brought the kings out to Joshua, Joshua called for all the men of Israel and told the commanders of the men of war who had gone with him, come up close, put your feet on the necks of these kings, so they came forward and put their feet on the necks of the five kings. Joshua said to them, Do not fear or be dismayed, intimidated. Be strong and courageous, for this is what the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you are about to fight. Then afterward, Joshua struck them struck them with his sword and put them to death. And he hung them on five trees and they hung on the trees until evening. At sunset, Joshua gave a command and took their bodies down from the trees and threw them into the cave where the kings had hidden themselves and placed large stones over the mouth of the cave where they remained to this very day. Now Joshua captured Makeda on that day and struck it and its kings with the edge of the sword. He utterly destroyed it and everyone who was in it. He left no survivor. So he did to the king of Makeda, just as he had done to the king of Jericho, Joshua's conquest in southern Canaan. Then Joshua and all the all of Israel with him went on from Makeda to Libna and fought against Libna. The Lord also gave it also along with its king to the hands of Israel. And Joshua struck it and every person who was in it with the edge of the sword and left no survivor in it. So he did. So he did to the king of Libna, just as he had done to the king of Jericho. And Joshua and all of Israel with him moved on from Libna to Lachish, and they camped by it and fought against it. The Lord gave Lachish into the hands of Israel, and Joshua captured it and uh, and struck it and every person who was in it with the edge of the sword, just as he had done at Libna. Then Horam, king of Gezer, 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 sorry, Gezer, whatever. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm having trouble today. Gezer. King of Gezer went up and to help Lachish, and Joshua struck him and his people down until he had left him no survivor. Joshua and all Israel with him went on from Lachish to Eglon, and they camped by it and fought against it, and they captured it on that day and struck him with the edge of the sword, and on that day he utterly destroyed every person who was in it, just as he had done in Lachish. Then Joshua and all of Israel went up 
with, with him went up from Eglon to Hebron and they fought against it and captured it and struck it and all its kings, king, its king and all its cities and all the persons who were in it with the edge of the sword. He left no survivor just as he had done and Eglon. He utterly destroyed it and every person who was in it. Then Joshua and all of Israel with him returned to Debir and fought against it and captured it with its king and all its cities, and they struck them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed every person who was in it. He left no survivor, just as he had done to Hebron. So Joshua did to Debir and its king, and he had also, as he had done also to Libna and its king. So Joshua struck all the land in the hill country, the Negev south country, and the lowland and the slopes that descend to the Dead Sea and all of their kings. He left no survivor, He utterly, but he utterly destroyed all who breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua struck them from Kadesh Barnea, even as far as Gaza, and all the country of Goshen, even as far as Gibeon. Joshua captured all these kings, and their land at one time, because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. So Joshua and all of Israel with him returned to the camp at Gilgal. Wow, the Lord told them, you do what I tell you to do, and you obey me, I will go before you and fight your battles. Hold on to that word today. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, let it be hidden in the very deep recesses of our heart. Lord, let it be written on the tablets of our heart. Lord, I ask that you would bless everyone today. Lord, keep them today. Lord, strengthen them today in mind, in spirit, and in body. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, we will see you tomorrow for the full 180 as we continue in